Hi everyone, this is Damien Pelaez and I am with ABA Exam Academy. Today I'm going to be going over instructions, rules, and contracts. Our disclaimer is ABA Exam Academy is a group of individuals working together to help others ace the test. These meetings are meant to have active discussions to collaborate, ask questions, and provide helpful suggestions to better understand the BACB 4th edition task list concepts. Due to this, it is important to know that all viewers and participants are responsible to verify the accuracy of the information being provided in order to successfully prepare for the BCBA exam. So please, um, we have some ethical considerations. Refrain from sharing any BCBA test questions. Refrain from sharing any paid resources or identifiable client information. And if you're sharing any open resources, peer-reviewed articles or books, please give credit to the author. All right, so my agenda for today is I'm gonna have one quick announcement, then we're gonna go on to AKA matching. Uh, I'm gonna go over rule govern behavior, contingency shape behavior, contingency contract. Then we're gonna have, between all of that, we're gonna have some true and false questions. And then at the end, I'm gonna have actual uh, complete mock questions created by me. All right, so we are having a measurement intensive course on February 8th at 1 p.m. There, I have it limited to 12. I reduced the amount because I thought maybe it would be better to have less amount of people, that way it's really intensive. So we only have nine, spot, nine spots left. So I would say take advantage of that. It's only, it's a, a two hour period and it's conducted by Yanis Bell Hernandez, which is a BCABA. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We're preparing a mock exam, a pre and post mock exam. Uh, we're going to be going over everything that has to do with measurement. So if you're having difficulty with measurement, make sure you attend and book um, your spot for the course. All right, you guys ready to begin? Yes. All right. <laughs> All right, my references for today are Cooper, the Cooper book, I used Mayer also, um, just to let you guys know where I got every, all the information from. All right, so we're gonna start with AKAs. We all know that AKAs are very important. So um, the first AKA I have is to my right-hand side, is rule governance. What is that an AKA of? Which one of these three on the left? Rule govern behavior. Mm -hmm. Correct. All right, the next one is behavioral contract. Contingency contract. contract. Awesome. And then we have rules. Rule govern behavior. Correct. Then we have one that's called verbally controlled. What is that one? Hmm? Shape behavior. What is it? Contingency shape behavior. Contingency shape. Let's see. Mm -mm. Rule govern. So I found this one in the mayor book. Okay, mm -hmm. I have not found it on Cooper, but it is on the mayor book and it does say verbally controlled as being rule governed behavior. Um, next we have contingency control. Contingency contract? Oh. Contingency shape behavior. Control. And then mm -hmm. rule control is? Governed behavior. Yes. So as you can see, rule governed behavior has a lot of them. Four. So make sure you know them. They're rule governance uh -huh. rules, 
verbally controlled and rule control. There's a lot under rule governed behavior. Mm -hmm. All right. <clears throat> Oops. All right, so going over rule governed behavior, what is rule governed behavior? Does anybody want to say in their own words what it is? Come on, guys, don't be shy. Rule governed behavior is behavior that's controlled, it's under the control of a rule. Okay, perfect. That's exactly what it is. Thanks, Rita. Okay, so it is a verbal description of a behavioral contingency. The behavior is under a consequence that is delayed, but it is a rule. So what is delayed, that consequence is called a rule, okay? Now, what is the time before and after a deadline of a rule-governed behavior? This one is tricky. So what is the time before the rule-governed behavior and after? Is it time delay? No. Does anybody else want to try? Okay, this one is discriminative stimulus and stimulus delta. So think about it this way. When you want something and you didn't meet the deadline, it automatically becomes a, an S delta. So if your boss tells you, you have until five o'clock to turn in your project and you don't turn it in by five o'clock, it becomes an S delta. Before that time frame, it's an SD, which is a discriminative stimulus. Do you guys understand? Yes. Yes. Okay. Perfect. All right, so get, uh, can anybody give an example of what is a rule-governed behavior, like any type of examples that pop into your head? Wearing a seatbelt. Okay, wearing a seatbelt, but what, what happens, what is that rule of wearing a seatbelt? Uh, wearing a seatbelt and, and you won't die when you have an accident. Okay, so someone has to tell you that, right? You're not going to know that on your own or you watch it on TV, or a teacher tells you, right? Anybody a stop else? sign, a stop sign while you're driving. Okay, perfect, so the stop sign actually says the word stop, right? And when we get our driver's license, we have that great exam that teaches us <laughs> what a stop sign's for, and it is a rule, so we have to follow that. All right, so I have, um, rule-governed behavior, studying 20 plus hours per week between now and a final exam may help you pass the course. It is a potential reinforcer that is delayed, okay? That's kind of tricky, but it is something that is delayed. So if someone tells you, you need a, you need a study for 20 hours, a total of 20 hours to pass the BCBA exam, it's not something that's for sure that's gonna happen, but it's a delayed reinforcer that you're gonna have in the future so it becomes a rule-governed behavior. Just like being pregnant for the first time, you don't have a history of having a baby, so you don't know what it is. But you already know because people have told you and family members have, you've seen family members go through this, that nine months later, you're gonna have a baby. 
So you prepare for it, you buy clothes, you buy furniture, all of this great stuff to prepare for that delayed arrival nine months later. Does everyone understand that? I just want to make sure that these little things, these are more descriptive scenarios than what we're typically used to. So if things like this come up on the exam, we don't get tricked on it being something else. Are we good? Yes. Okay. All right, first true and false question. A rule governed behavior is a verbal description of a behavioral contingency and have an immediate consequence. It has an immediate consequence, true or false? False. 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 Good, so three false. You guys seem pretty confident. Okay, so the first part is true, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. So it is a verbal description, and the second part is false. So automatically, if you have one true and one false, everything becomes false. So it is a verbal description, but it does not have an immediate consequence. It is delayed. Delay. Perfect. All right, we have contingency-shaped behavior. What is contingency-shaped behavior? So what's the difference between rule-governed and contingency-shaped? You need the contingency. Okay. Contingency shape is a rule governed. Mm-hmm. Anyone else? Good job. Contingency shape means that you have come in contact with the consequence before. Therefore, your behavior is shaped based on the past um, experience. 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 Learn, learn history. Right. Mm-hmm. Good. That's perfect. So it is a behavior that is directly controlled by a contingency and not rules. So it's not, has nothing to do with rules. This will contact reinforcement or punishment, okay? But it can be either or, okay? And it immediately makes the learner learn from the event and it turns into contingency-shaped behavior, okay? Within what time frame should the contingency occur to be contingency-shaped? Immediate? Immediate, but there's a number. I'm looking for a number. Zero to 60 minutes. I mean, seconds? No, minutes. Seconds, yes. Seconds. <laughs> okay, zero to 60 seconds. So it's less than, it well, it's a minute or less, okay? And this is on Cooper. So if you guys didn't know that, go to the Cooper book and look for contingency-shaped behavior and you will find it. All right, so give an example of a contingency-shaped behavior. Anybody know of any contingency-shaped? Getting stopped by the police when you run the red lights. Okay, that one's tricky. I was talking to someone about that today. Okay, I'm going to explain more on that in a little bit. All right, anyone else? When you have a kid that's going to climb something and they're going to fall and then they fall right after you say it. Okay. So they fell first. You didn't tell them anything, right? Okay. So that's, that's good. That's a contingency shape. They got hurt and they learned from it and they didn't do it again. Okay. All right. So what I have here is getting burned with a stove. So because of that, you will avoid to be near a stove while your mom is cooking. So this is for children, obviously. And then getting bitten by a dog will avoid you being near dogs, okay? 
with the police officer situation, I was talking to someone about that today. In order for it to be contingency shaped when a police officer stops you, the, that has to be immediate. And remember we talked about zero to 60 seconds. If a police officer stops you and they go up to your car and they say license and registration and all of this stuff, are they getting the money from you right away? Are they giving you the ticket right away? It's, it, it takes a while. So it's not zero to 60 seconds. So automatically, if you have something like that on the exam, do not go for it because you got to think, is it, is it happening? Are you getting that? Um, are you getting that ticket within zero to 60 seconds from the moment they stop you? So normally the way I think about contingency shape, it has to be something where it's like something instant, like having an accident because you took the stop sign, um, getting bitten by a dog, you know, something like that, where you are having a traumatic event where like she said, falling off a, a child, falling off a counter and they get hurt and they have to go to the hospital. Getting hurt is contingency shaped. Okay. You guys understand? But being stopped by the police, that's right. the contingency. Whether you get ticket or not, the actual being stopped by the police, that will cause you to not do it again because you never know if you're going to get ticket when you're stopped or not. So you don't want to be, you know, playing that game. Okay, well, let me see if they're going to give me a ticket. So the actual... Well, if you have a history, remember, the only way that you know you're going to get a ticket or not is if you have a history of learning it of history of getting tickets. If someone's told you a police officer is going to stop you if you take that stop sign and you're going to get a ticket, then it would be rule governed. So you just right. got to make sure that that's how, what they're writing on the actual. That's why when you said it, I said, it, you're right, but it really depends on how you word what you're saying because a police officer stopping you, you have to look at all the details of what's happening there it's tricky that's what i'm trying to say no i do understand but what i'm saying is it's not necessarily about the getting the ticket right and having to pay the ticket eventually but it's about the fact that when you run a red light and the police officer is there they will stop you so right that's a contingency right there that next time you're not going to want to run the light because you don't know if the police officer is hiding somewhere and might stop you that's how i think of it okay all right. The only thing you have to make sure that you follow is the zero to 60 seconds. So you have to, yeah, I get what you're saying. You just have to make sure that that happens within the zero to 60 seconds. So if let's say they take the stop sign and they don't stop you within those zero to 60 seconds, sometimes the police officer is really far away and it takes them a while to stop you. It didn't happen within those zero to 60 seconds. You got to make sure that on that scenario that they're writing to you, on there, it has to say something about immediate. The, op, the police officer stopped you immediately or the police officer stopped you within five seconds, something like that. Okay? Right. Okay. All right. So we're going to move on to another true and false question. A contingency-shaped behavior will change with the reinforcer and is controlled by a contingency, true or false. True. All right, one for true, two more. 
True. Two for true. Anyone else? True. That, yeah. Uh, okay. True. It is true. Perfect. Everything on here is true, so it's good. We're good. All right, so now I'm going to compare and contrast rule-governed and contingency-shaped, okay? All right, so does anybody want to tell me which one is delayed and which one is immediate? Delay is your rule-governed and immediate is your contingency? Correct. Correct. Now I'm going to look at the time frame. Which one is before 60 seconds and which one is after 60 seconds? Contingency shaped at zero to 60. And rule govern is after 60. Correct. Consequences first after 60 and contingency shaped is within zero to 60. Good. All right, next I have um, a behavior that changes with reinforcement and a behavior that changes without reinforcement. Rule govern is without and contingency is with. Correct. Nice job, guys. All right. One is controlled by a rule and the other is controlled by a contingency. <laughs> rule govern is controlled by a rule. Contingency shape is controlled by a contingency. Nice job, Trisha. <laughs> All right. All right. So that's basically comparing and contrast in simple in a simplified manner, both of them. Very good. All right. Contingency contract. Now we're going to move on to that one. That one is page 551 in the Cooper book. It starts in that page, and I think it's like the next four or five pages after that. Okay. But the specific information on here is on that page. What is a contingency contract? What is that? It's a learned behavior. Learned behavior. This is a contract. Oh. It's a verbal contract. Verbal in the sense that it, it has to be written. It's not vocal, but it's, it has to be written. Right. I like that you clarified that. It's not vocal, okay. but it is verbal, it's written. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. And it, it includes what, uh, in terms of what the target behavior is, who would be engaging in that behavior, what, reinforcement will be um you know gained from engaging in that behavior and so it's it's, it's basically it's a contract of who's doing what and what will be the reward perfect that was great so in simple terms it is a written or visual document permanent product so it's something that you can have your hands on a tangible where you have everything, like Rita said, everything organized so that whoever is using that um, can go back to it and make sure that they follow everything on that contract. All right, what are the three reasons why contracts are effective? Does anyone know? This is a difficult question. It involves rule governance. It involves rule govern? Mm, not quite. All right, I'm going to give it to you guys because this one's difficult. All right. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry, Trisha. Uh, so, yeah, it like I thought involve, I remembered. Yeah, it does involve rule governance. I forgot about that one. Okay, it involves reinforcement, rule governance, and response prompts. Okay, response prompts means, like um, Rita said, that it's a verbal document. 
So automatically, because it's verbal, it's part of response prompts, okay? What are the three components of a contingency contract? What that means is what, are, what is it that goes inside what is a contract? Who? It's, yeah. What? It's three, three parts, guys, three parts. So I know you have to have you. Are you talking about the, the, when you're making it? Yes, when you're making it, what, what do you break it down you with? You need to have that behavior, that report, that data, or data. Be, I heard behavior and data, one more. Reward? Reward, yes. Behavior, reward, and data. And then we have contingency contracts are used together with what? This is another hard one. We use it together with what other form of teaching? I don't know how to explain this. <laughs> what is it? I'm sorry? I was saying self-management or like a contingency. You're right. It, this could get to self-management eventually. But what do we use it together with? We have to use it together with what? This is a hard question. I'm just going to give it to you. Okay. Is it just a treatment package? We got to make sure it's together with something else. It can't be solely by itself. Okay. All right. A contingency contract is a permanent product that can only be written. True or false? False. One false. 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 Good. The document can also consist of a visual stimuli for individuals who cannot read. So that's what you were saying about verbal. Correct. Nice job. Oops. I gave you the answer. Okay. <laughs> a contingency contract solely by the individual by developing a self-contract. In the uh, self-contract. In the future, this can lead to self-management of behavior. This is what you were saying, Lillian. Hmm, true. I wonder what it is. True. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, Lillian, you see, it does get to self-management. Right. Okay. All right. So you can make it all by yourself and then you eventually get to self-management. All right. So then we have three components of a contingency contract. We already talked about that. We have behavior, reward, and data. So let's break down the components and ask what specific questions do we ask? Just throw them out. For behavior, what do we, what do we ask? What is the behavior to be performed? What? Uh-huh. Who will perform? Who? I heard who. How much? Yes. When? When? Will the behavior be completed? When? Who? Yeah, I got a lot of them. Good job, guys. Does the behavior result in the permanent product? Yes. Awesome. Good job. So who will perform the behavior? What is the behavior? You guys hit all that. When will the behavior be completed? How well will the behavior be completed? Is the behavior in their repertoire? That one's important too. And then does the behavior result on a permanent product? Good job. I heard someone say that one. All right. So then we have reward. What do we ask for reward? What is a reward? Okay. What reward are you going to use? How when? much of the reward? When? When the reward is given? Uh-huh. How much of the reward? How much? Okay. So we have who? That's the only one you guys missed, I think. Who will be the assessor? Who's going to assess the other person, the child or whoever has the contract? 
what is the reward, when will the reward be delivered, and then how much the reward will the uh, individual receive, how much of it. Okay, and then we have data. There's only two for that. What do we look at there? What questions do we ask? Where is the data recorded on the behavior? Where? Good. Uh-huh. How? And when? When? Where and when. Perfect. When. All right. So can anyone give an example of um, a contingency contract? Not what it looks like, but like a scenario. Give me a like any type of scenario, if you could, off the top of your head. Timmy will clean his room. Okay. Um, three times a week, I guess, mm -hmm. and would receive. Um, go to the mall, I guess. Something. The mall, perfect. <clears throat> That's a good one. So, <clears throat> I have. If a parent can make a contingency contract, he can put that he wants his child to complete homework before five p.m. And then this is where the details come in, when you have the how and the when and all of that. So then you put, you want it to be done before 5 p.m. with legible handwriting and all problems must be correct to receive the reward. Okay? So it has to be in a lot of details. All of these questions have to be asked before you complete the contingency contract. All right, ready for mock questions? <clears throat> Yes. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All of the following are components of a contingency contract except A, data, B, behavior, C, written document, or D, reward. C. C? C. What else? Anyone else? C. C. C, C. Yes, C. Why is it C? Because it's not a component. Perfect. So when you break down the question, you got to look at what they're asking for. Because it is a written document, but they're not asking for that in the question. They're asking for what are the components of it. All right. A mother tells her son to turn off the TV. One minute later, he turns it off. The son's behavior of turning off the TV is an example of A, Rule control, B, positive punishment, C, contingency-shaped behavior, or D, positive reinforcement? A. One for A. 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 I say C. C. Okay, we have three. Right? <laughs> so for the ones that said A, why is it A? Because the child is following the order from the mother. Okay, but what is rule control, Rita? It's a verbal? It's a uh, rule govern. Rule govern. It's an AKA, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's an AKA for rule govern behavior. Good yeah. job. All right, Minerva was running late to work and was speeding. She refused. <laughs> Minerva? <laughs> she refused to stop when she approached a stop sign. A police officer came out from behind a tree and gave her a ticket. What is this an example of? Okay, be careful. A, rule-governed behavior. B, positive punishment. C, contingency-shaped behavior. Or D, none of the above. I 
think it's positive punishment. Otherwise, it's not. D. All right. Yeah. One for, uh, what are you leaning for, Rita? No, I say D. It's not a punishment because we don't know if the behavior decreases. Yeah. Okay. You go, Rita. Go, Logan. I love that she changed it before. <laughs> All right. D. Two for D. Anyone else? D. It is D. It is D because nowhere on here does it say anything about the behavior reducing or the behavior increasing. Mm -hmm. So we don't know the history. And, right. and um, like we talked about, contingency shaped behavior has to be something immediate where we don't even know how long it took the police officer to come out from the behind the tree and get to Minerva and all of that. Okay. So we gotta, yeah. we gotta be careful with these kinds of questions. That's what I was trying to tell you, Rita. Just be careful with what they're asking for. All right, King. All right, so next question. Ernie drives a boat for the first time. He goes at 25 to 30 miles per hour in all areas of the water since it is the average speed. A Coast Guard stops him and gives him a ticket for speeding in a manatee zone. Next time he drives a boat, he makes sure to look at the zone signs before he goes at the proper speed, before to go at the proper speed. A, rule governed behavior, B, positive punishment, C, contingency contract, or D, positive reinforcement? D, contingency contract. A. A. I think A too. Okay, so we have, well, three for A and one for C. I want to know for the ones that I'm said, sorry, I'm sorry. Conti I didn't think it was contingency. I thought it was contingency uh, governed behavior. No, no, no. It's A, rule governed. Okay, so now that everyone picks A, I want to know why you're picking A. I want to know what you guys are thinking. Because his behavior now is being controlled by the rule. Right. Okay, I get what you guys are getting to. Okay, so I put B. And the reason I put B was because his behavior was punished because he got a ticket. So it says here, next time he drives a boat, he makes sure to look at the zone signs before he goes at the proper speed. Okay. When you were explaining it, it made more sense to go with B. <laughs> yeah. And the reason I didn't, um, I think the reason that, okay, what I'm trying to say is, but if it would have said this is an example, what is this an example of? I think it would have been A. But since I'm talking about in general, I wrote next time he drives the boat, he looks at the zone but, side because he got punished. But it doesn't say that the behavior decreased. So how is the punishment? Well, it says next time he drives a boat, he makes sure to look at the zone signs. So he had to pay the ticket. So he didn't do it anymore. This is a tricky one because, you know, it, it doesn't say that behavior is maintained or is decreased. So, okay. yeah, I would say if the behavior is under the control of a rule, right? Yeah. It, you learned a rule and his the reason why that behavior is under control of a rule. The rule is the sign that says right. the manatee zone. That's the rule. Okay. Right. 
I think that if it wasn't like a zone sign, right? right. Like an actual rule. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I choose B because something was added and he changed his, um, his action by driving. The next time he drive the boat, he makes sure to look at his own sign before. That is something changed, even though we don't know whether the behavior reduces. It's telling us that something changed. And you can say it's a, go- it's a rule governed behavior because it doesn't show us, I don't know how to explain more better, but it rule, I ruled that out. The first thing I ruled was the rule governed behavior. Right. I get what all of you are saying. Um, I'm going to look more into this one, but I get yeah. what all of you are saying. But yeah, this part on the top, it kind of tricks, it kind of goes, it conflicts with the bottom half. And I get where you're saying about the, um, the sign being an issue. Mm-hmm. What I would think about that one, can you hear me? Yes, I hear you. Uh, is that although the rule exists, his behavior was not originally controlled by the rule. Uh, he's, right. Him reducing the speed it's now controlled by, by exactly because there was a ticket so it's mm-hmm. i would think it's be like davy says but i i like the question because yeah. it's tricky because it shows us that there's a rule but then we have to think about he is his behavior controlled by that rule or not and right. i think the minute well, i think the way i made this question is i wanted him to learn from his experience that's why i put the top half, him going through what he went through, and then he learned from his experience. So the next time he went to drive the boat, he didn't do that again to make sure that he wasn't he was gonna go at the proper speed. Okay. Right, but that means that his behavior is now under the control of the rule. It's right. a rule. Okay, I'll get it. I'll um look more into that and I'll break it down and uh, we'll you we can talk about it later. I'm sorry. Okay, we'll move on. Alfred prepared a written document for his son with a description of the chores. He would like for him to do it in order to earn one hour of electronic time at home. After a couple days, he looked at the data and rewarded him for reaching the criteria. This is an example of A, rule governed behavior, B, token economy, C, contingency contract, or D, contingency shaped behavior. C, contract. C. See, nice job. All right, so this is my end of my meeting. Nice job, guys. Thank you for participating. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. have fun. Okay. Yes, Thank yeah. you, Amy. You're welcome. Anytime. If you guys need anything else, go to our website, abaexamacademy.com. Otherwise, have a good night. Thank good you. Night. Thank you, Amy. Good night, guys. Good night.